Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this amazing day here near the end of August. I hope you are having a fantastic experience in your life because you guys, this life is awesome, right? God designed us. We're, we're in the middle of our uh, John Maxwell IMC and John in his introductory comments yesterday said, we are all here with a divine purpose. Just let that sink in a little bit. We all have a divine purpose. All of us, you, me, everybody in this room. If that doesn't fire you up, then you are dead. That's all I'm saying. That has to fire you up. All right, so I'm super excited today. You guys know last week we had Russell Shaw join us, but now I'm like even more excited, right? Oh, Russell was, was with us two weeks ago, and then yesterday or the last week was Michelle and Russell, and now we've added Rob. Hey, Rob. What's up? How are you, brother? I'm awesome, man. I just made him one of my double espresso latte. So I'm a little worried. <laughs> He's looking at me. He's going, <laughs> dude, don't let me get too jittery. Yeah. And Rob can take me down. So I made him, if I get him too pissed, I think I'd be in trouble. So you guys, we're super excited today to get started. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed. We get people out of isolation and into community. So let's jump right in here. I think this is going to be an absolutely amazing coffee in Christ. Yeah, I already got it all over me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to I had an amazing coffee day. <laughs> okay, here we go. The verse of the day. This makes for harmony among the members so that all of the members care for each other. All right, can you believe this? It always happens, honey, this... every time. <laughs> You guys, this is how God speaks, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Here we're gathering here together, all five of us for this IMC. And, and look at that. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. Amen. Isn't that great? That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? You're very timely. It's good. Mm. <laughs> I mean, Michelle, you just had this smile on your face. I just, if you guys could be here and you just saw Michelle, she just has this look. Well, it's its refreshing to hear that you're in community with people. And if you're having a hard time, they're by your side. And if you're celebrating a victory, they'll celebrate with you. Oh. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. I was, man, I was, I, I get up early and I was doing just some writing and stuff this morning and I am just to your point the more I learn the more I become aware of that power of community the more I could not see living a day without it I don't know how I would survive yeah just on my own yeah I mean literally mm -hmm. Bob I love the there's an analogy of like a, I don't know Serengeti or um, if you think about wildebeest and, and lions and how um, lions won't won't attack like a pack of, of wildebeest, but uh, what they try to do is they try to get one of the wildebeest alone. Mm -hmm. As soon as they get it alone, that's when they attack. Mm -hmm. And I think that way with uh, with Satan, that Satan's mm -hmm. Satan's goal for us is to, is to destroy us. Uh, 
and the more that you can get us alone and, and out of community, the more vulnerable we are. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when he attacks the most. I mean, but when we're together in a community and we're strong in a community, a lot harder. Yep. So, yeah. dude, you talked about that. Rob, yeah. Rob has got a, you know, he's in a job and he's in our community. Not as much as he wants to be in our community, but literally, I mean, you speak openly about, hey, I I need this. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most definitely, community is. Yeah, we were made for community. We talk about that all the time. You see it, see it through scripture. But yeah, I can see the difference in the, in the power of not community itself, but uh, man, a community of believers that have the same kind of goals that we talk about with Life Transform, people that are for you, that support you, encourage you. Um, man, that's super powerful. Yep. And isn't it just like God to say, here, yep, you're doing it right. Like, that's what I love about the Bible. When we do these plans, he gives us winks, I think, every time. It's amazing. It's so awesome. Yeah, and you guys, what, what I love about the, this podcast format, you guys, there may be one person out there that hears this particular podcast mm -hmm. that, you know, what you said, Rob, what you said, Michelle, what, mm -hmm. what just one phrase that you said is exactly what they needed to hear. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the power. So I, I want to thank you guys for participating in this process and, yeah. and being the transparent people you are and sharing your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you never have to be alone. Amen. <laughs> I love it. All right, here we go. Hear this first. In college, I realized that following Jesus was a whole different than ball, than ball games, simply believing in him. Anyone can believe, but only true followers passionately pursue the will of God. They strive to let his son take over their entire lives. Watching Sports Center one morning, a segment praised various athletes for their constant display of courage, dedication, perseverance, strength, determination, will, and passion. This segment ended with one sportscaster saying something like, These are the kinds of players who all coaches want on their teams. They are winners. It's no wonder they are usually the players who become champions. I was totally fired up after the show. I could clearly envision myself on that television screen being featured with all those athletes. I shared their same mindset. I had the same kind of drive, that exact same kind of athletic will, and the same kind of passionate effort. I knew exactly why I was a successful college football player. It was because I gave my whole heart to the sport. Reading 1 Corinthians, I imagined Jesus saying to me, Sure, you're a great athlete, and yes, you do play well in the games. Do you know why? It is because you do everything your college football coach tells you to do. You play with an incredible passion. You give a tremendous amount of effort to the Louisville Cardinal football team. But what do I get? What kind of effort do you give me? What kind of player are you on my team? How passionate of a player are you for me? By proclaiming the name of Christ as my Lord and Savior, I was also proclaiming my allegiance to God's team play. To play well for the Cardinals, it always took sacrifice, dedication, relentlessness, courage, and passion. It was not clear to me that playing for God's on God's team would require these same traits. Team Jesus requires our best. It deserves our best, and it demands our best. Every player or coach on any team knows that poor effort will not produce victories. Well, playing on God's team is no different. Poor spiritual effort will only lead to spiritual losses. To play well in the game of life, I needed to give my spiritual head coach everything I had. I needed to put all my effort into doing what he asked of me as a player on his team. Jesus will never fail 
and will perfectly do his part as a coach. It was up to me to do my part as a player, which would always require my best effort. Mm. Mm. Okay. Whoa. <clears throat> yes. Isn't that cool? That's cool. I'm feeling a little called out. <laughs> okay. Oh, say more, Michelle. Say I'm feeling more. a little called out. Like, am I giving my best effort and, you know, dedication and passion to where it needs to go? Okay, so here's the funny thing, because I was thinking kind of the same thing. As he was reading that, I was thinking, okay, what does that mean to be on God's team? If you're on a sports team, there's a lot of things you have to do. There's a lot of rules. Coaches require a lot of things of you to be on a team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What does God ask us to do to be on his team? Right. He asks us to love him mm -hmm. and to love others. Wow. Mm -hmm. So it's way easier to be on his team. Wow. I think you're doing a fantastic job. Oh, <laughs> you I would disagree. I would disagree. I think I think Michelle's she does love others, but if she felt called out, that is the well, Holy Spirit. I'm just saying, this yeah. is my this is my beautiful wife's empathy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, no, so I don't. Out. I don't think we should overthink it. I think that's. Okay, Brenda. I think that's Brenda, the thing. that's it. Yeah. If she, I want to delve into what Michelle said there. You're feeling a little called out. Let's talk some more about that, Michelle, because this could be helping somebody else out sure. there. Sure. Well, I think that, you know, I always start my day saying good morning to the Lord and thanking Him for the day and and asking, you know, what what can I learn? Who can I help? And then at the end of the day, I share gratitude for the day. I think it's in the middle of the day while I'm playing the game. <laughs> okay. So it's like when I'm off the court, I'm I'm centered yeah. and there, and when I'm on the court playing, uh, do you know what I mean? Yes, when I'm going I throughout do. the day yeah. is where where there's uh, some holes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of the old joke that you that you hear when people say, "Lord, it's been such a, a wonderful day. I haven't hurt anybody, haven't seen anything bad. Does it mean you got this wonderful relationship going on?" It says, "Lord, I'm just really going to need you throughout this day because I'm getting ready to get out of bed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Yeah. a lot of of what I do throughout the day that is in God's nature yeah. but it's kind of like are you listening to the coach is the coach trying to make an adjustment yes. to my game yeah. yes. and am I hearing that mm -hmm. is where there's room for improvement <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. is a wonderful thing it is a, I mean I'm learning something here right now yeah, yeah. boom yeah. How yeah significant is that if you have that open mind mm -hmm. Right, and you allow those little. Oh, I feel a little convicted here. Mm -hmm. That's God, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. You know, I was thinking as you were saying that. I was thinking, you know, we were talking about the I am's yesterday. So many times we allow confusion. Say I. Say I. I allow confusion. I allow confusion mm -hmm. to create, you know, the. Uh, idea of, of, you know, am I doing the right thing? And I don't work through the confusion. And if I don't work through the confusion, I'll, I'll wind up doing the wrong things. Right. And we, right always, we, we, always, we, yeah. always, we always consider confusion. Well, I right always, to be. always uh, we're trying to, I'm trying to coach everybody on using the I versus the we. Yeah. When did I say, did I say we? we. Yeah. I said I. At the end. Yeah. Own it. <laughs> Own it. Own it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I, I have a tendency to do that. I know I do. Yeah. And and what I love about you, brother, is you will admit that stuff. You guys don't know Russell, but he will say, 
I, I need you to, to stay on me because Russell's got such a big heart. He will do for everybody else before he does for himself. So all of us on this team know that about Russell. So we get on, as he says, it's West Virginia term, we get on to him. <laughs> we get on to him, get on to him nice. About, nice. about doing what's, what he needs to have done. Rob, you had something. Yeah, I got a lot. I always have something about it. <laughs> uh, um, I find with me that, like, when things are going well, uh, similar to this, like when I'm playing on God's team, I, mean, I came to Christ in uh, June of 97, and so it's been a while, so I'm playing on God's team and things are going well. Sometimes I'll find myself giving myself too much credit. Sometimes I'll slack a little bit on, on uh, loving God as far as not going to Him as much as in prayer or, or not being, you know... Not having a real feel for uh, community as much, you know, being able to do, I'm pretty good on my own, you know, like, you know, music and everything else, I'm all over the board with that stuff and kind of on my own coasting, but um, but right now I'm coming out of kind of uh, some dark days and, I, and it's reminding me like this, uh, we look at James, uh, James chapter 1 verse 2, it talks about count it all uh, joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes on talking about testing your faith and what it does for that. But what I have found is that uh, definitely in dark days, that uh, to actually count it as joy, sometimes that can feel really hard because uh, they're tough and you're struggling. Uh, and you might be struggling right now. But uh, the beautiful thing that, that is available there is Christ. And, and that, those are the times where I find myself getting, getting realigned with God's team. Um, I, I, I'm reading more scripture. Um, I am, I am in deeper in community. Uh, I am deeper in prayer. I am listening to, you know, I, I, I think it's great to listen to all kinds of music, whether it's, you know, worship, secular or whatever. I'm all into that. But I find myself going more towards worship music and just listening to the words and just meditating in the words and, and coming closer to Christ. Yeah. And actually through those dark times understanding what, what what is talked about there in James of being able to count it as joy because on the surface you can say I'm going through dark times it's a struggle and I, I don't like this and it's awful or you can say you know what these dark days are driving me closer to Christ than I ever am or I have been you know recently and that's a beautiful thing and I'm feeling the fruits of it you know right now yeah, yeah. you know you know with it and, and this community and everything else um, it's it's still not you know always easy but but I feel strong, I feel closer to Christ, you know, through this, and so, so yeah. So I guess the the bottom line would be to uh, it, it reminds me of like okay, what were we doing before, you know? Because you can have I can have more of Christ every day, whether it's going through struggles and trials, or whether it's the best days of my life. And the best days of my life that I think I have could be be, be better if I had that same kind of rhythm with Christ and 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 dedication. So. I if love you, it. If you guys, if you see Rob, he's a he's a he's a big dude. You played football, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I did. I think you were a lineman. I was a I was a tight end. Tight end. There you go. But he's got a big old grayish beard. He looks very just in a big <laughs> smile when I see him. <laughs> he's got a big beard, not gray. He's got some glasses on and like a red checkered shirt. I mean, he just looks like you just want to give him a hug. Yeah, um, super approachable. Right, super yes. approachable guy. And when he smiles. <laughs> He lights up a room. Yeah. So that's what we Thank do, you. this community. We we see more smiles out of Rob. 
he's got to go to his job sometimes, and it gets kind of tough. But yep. that's what I love. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Okay, so now we're going to go to the Bible. Speaking of James, we're in James two. You say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. So it's kind of what Michelle was talking about, mm-hmm. right? Um. Yeah, I love I love this because you know being on God's team, dude. God already won. I mean, he's he's the winning team. Yeah, yeah. Do you know he defeated all this crazy stuff in this world? Mm-hmm. He already. So it's like once you get that, once I get that, I was like, holy cow, this is an easy choice, right? Satan is already lost. Yeah. So, oh, I love this. I think on that too, Bob. I can. Yes, you can, brother. I I, I love to talk, so I'm sorry. (laughs) But uh, I think it's what I see here is that, like, believing is not enough, I think. Um, And knowing your scripture is not enough. I mean, because demons know your scripture. Yeah. But it's it's to the depth that you take it. Like, the demons get get it and shudder. Do you get it and rejoice? Yes. And, I mean, um, you know, not to get into a whole other story, but. Uh, there's a friend of mine that said, I believe that when we get to heaven, Jesus is going to ask us one question. And he's going to ask us, did you believe that I love you? And on the surface, you can say, yeah, I believe you. But do you really? Yeah. Wow. yeah. Do you yeah. really believe it? Yeah. What about, depth, the, 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 yeah. what about that time? He starts going, what about that time? Yeah. What about that Do you understand what I did for you? The weight yeah. of it. Um, that's the difference between just like reading your scripture and and just really absorbing that and just letting it sink into your life and just living it out because the demons they they read the same thing they know the same thing and they shudder so they get it and if you're not if you're not shuddering or excited about it they're deeper than you are and that's kind of a scary thing yeah that's what i love about what michelle said seriously when you said that and you said it oh i'm feeling kind of convicted <laughs> i think that is the that's that, awesome yeah that, that was that's it. a great sign that was it and it's like <clears throat> We we can easily I can easily ignore those things when they when they happen. Like you didn't have to say anything about that. No. Well, I, usually what I think in my head comes out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we, we love you for it. We yeah, love you for it. yeah. But I think to your point, we already are on the winning team. So and you say every day, Lord, bring me winners, bring me winners. So if we're already on the winning team, how are we not just sprinting around this earth like um, yeah. pumped up, yes. ready for the game? Well yes. you gotta think of I was I was since we're in two, I just went ahead and was kind of reading down through there and it's talk it, at the bottom of it talks about Rahab. And of course, they're, you know, they're in this safe city, huge walls, and, you know, they're like, I mean, all the people, they're, they're scared. I mean, you know, Rahab says, you know, everybody here is scared, but her faith was so strong. Just think about the, the, she put her own family and everything she had in danger, right, mm-hmm. for those people. I mean, you know, whenever we think about, we don't think about, well, you know, if I put my faith to work today, am I going to have to face being put to death? Right, mm-hmm. you're right, yeah. You know, she said, she said, I could be put to death for this. But her faith was so strong, she says, I know. I mean, this is so neat. She, she, didn't, she didn't say, she says, I know God has given this city to Woo! you already. Yeah. And, you know, these walls, <laughs> these walls don't mean nothing. Yes, these are, I mean, if you've ever seen the old picture, I mean, they're, they're thick, they're tall. 
I mean, the, the Israelites had nothing. <laughs> I love it, Russell. All they had was a, a God as a leader, and we're going to walk around this building. We're going to walk yes, around this it's city. It's Michelle's point. It's and like, so, yeah, and it's like, <laughs> boom, right? But that faith of Rahab, you know, was like, I know. And we have to do the same every day. I mean, you, you, you make me think. I mean, I hear you and I hear Michelle. I'm sitting between both of you guys. And what it makes me think about, uh, for anybody that's listening, for all of us, is that if you don't feel convicted like Michelle feels convicted here, then you're probably too comfortable. Uh, you know, you're, you're probably not in a situation where you're testing your faith. You're probably way too comfortable where you are. You're not, you're, you're not living a life like, uh, you know, Christ really wants you to live. I mean, put yourself in a situation, you know, out of your comfort zone, whether that's uh, someplace else in your city serving people or trying to, you know, talk with people and share Christ with people or whatever it is. But get yourself out of your comfort zone and see where you are with Christ. Yeah, and if you're not even, if you if you're if you're tuning into this and somehow you got a hold of this, and you're like, what are these people? What is God stuff? What is all that? Yeah. Explore it. I'm just telling you, it's freedom. It is freedom. Yeah. It is yeah. absolutely yeah. freedom. Oh man! All right, we got some more here. Don't you realize? Now we're in one Corinthians. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do, do it to win a prize. They will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. So based on today's reading, everybody take a minute and... Write down one thing God is saying to you, and then I'll go around and and talk. And I'll start while these guys are doing it. I mean, the thing that he's putting on my heart, and and this is what I love. Like our our pastor, he always says God is going to work through others who who believe. He won't necessarily talk directly to you. So I mean when. And you guys, if you get to know us, Michelle and I are kind of the two, woo, we're the ones dancing <laughs> and yipping and yapping. So when when Michelle just made that comment a minute ago, what God is saying to me is, dude, and to Rob's point too, you can up your game even more. You know, because you, I played sports. I was that athlete that did, I, I poured blood, sweat, and tears into it. I should have that same passion and that same drive. Mm-hmm. For God, so that's what He's putting on my, on my heart right now. Who else? Is, Rob, you ready? My simple. I, I just wrote down, <clears throat> get in the game. Mm. You know, uh, I think it has a lot of meaning behind it for me. But I mean, you got to take that step. There's there's uh, athletes that I, I would say uh, you know there's some athletes when like if you've ever played. I played two uh, sports, and uh, there's some things I didn't enjoy about the work that I need to put in to be good about it. But there's some things I really look forward to. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you look forward to the hitting, whether you look forward to the running, uh, you know, or the competition, whatever. You know, athletes have things that they look forward to. There's a love for the game. They don't just, you know, do it because they don't like it. Um, it's got to be the same way here. I mean, you got to, there's got to be things that you feel convicted of, that you feel passionate about. Uh, and uh, you need to get in the game. Uh, for the, And the results are amazing. Like I said, um, I mean, you get in the game and you have a good prayer life, you have quiet time, you have, you know, whether it's worshiping and music, whatever you do to get in the game, 
uh, you're gonna you're gonna see the results. I love it. Who's next? I put down. Uh, I. <laughs> Way to go, Russell. That's a good start. That's a good start. That's a good start. Thank you. That's not easy for me. <laughs> Would be less easy for Rob to go away. <laughs> but I need to learn how to be a better at at team. My and 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 I say that whenever I hear people, I'll just I'll just admit I get I get a little jealous whenever I hear people talk about school and being on a team and all these things and, and whenever I was in school I was never good at team sports ah. I I wanted to be good and I was good whenever I was by myself you know if I played one on one with somebody I mean I beat the center one time and he said don't tell coach you beat me he's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I couldn't play on I was like I was like the clumsy ox on the on the on the floor when I was playing for the team so I never got to play you know, and so this goes back to a lot of stuff we talk about. What is it that that's that's created this in your mind? And so whenever I need to do something, I have a tendency to, to strike out on my own first, and that's why I've, I've taken so long to get my business going because I I need someone that I can really connect with, and all the people that I met until I met Bob and Brenda and in this group here. I never really connected with, but I had to come all the way to Nebraska to find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good right there. The good life. That, you that know, is. I mean, I've connected with a lot of people back there, but but it's it's like there's no traction, mm-hmm. you know. And I've got, I mean, you know, there's somebody from West Virginia who's listening to this. Don't take this personal, but but it's just it's probably me more than it is you. But uh, you know, I it's. It's just not easy for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it isn't, and you know, and it's so good to be able to say that. Well, I just want to say right quick. I just want to say right quick. Even Jesus, the people in his town rejected him. Sure. So I think that it's important to remember, and we find even in our town, yeah, where we're where we're closest, and people know who we are, and they're like, oh, I remember you when you did this. <laughs> you know, they have such a a short, um, you know, judgy. You know, but it yeah. isn't about you. It's always about them. Yeah. You know, that's why you have to keep, you know, sharing your message. And the other thing for me is I'm going to say, for me, I feel a little bit like you. Not not that I'm jealous, but I don't play sports. That's not my day. That's yeah. not my thing. However, I do believe that we are the hands and feet of Jesus and sure. that we are all together um, working together. And I think team is a good analogy. But for me, I don't see myself on the field. Yeah. I see myself on the sidelines and um, on, you know, when people come off the field and they're tired and they've got, then I feel like I can, I'm more of the nurturer. True. But it, there's, that's, I feel like we all have a place in God's kingdom. We all mm-hmm. have a job to do. And if we're really going to be embracing our faith, we just stand up and say, this is my job. This is what yeah. God has called me to this do. This is who I am. Quarterback. What did you do? Brenda just looked at Rob. Uh, and yeah, like, yeah. What did you do? My son played football. I still don't know all the things. Well, let me here. Okay, so here's a thought that God's put in my mind. I want to. I want to try to encourage both of you and tell you, Brenda, why you're in the game and not on the sidelines. Uh, and that is, I mean, if you look at look, look at the disciples. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, the disciples walked with Jesus Christ. They were in, you know, they, they were in his presence. And if you look throughout scripture, they did not always get it. They fell down all the time. They were not star players. They were arguing with, with each other, <laughs> self-centered about like who's the greatest. Yeah. Uh, they, they didn't get what he was saying. They were right there. Mm-hmm. They were on the team and didn't get it on here. And so... So what you you guys are what I hear you guys uh, describing isn't any different than that. I mean, I think I, I hope that you'd be encouraged to be like you know what, uh, even the people next to Christ, even Christ Himself, like you're sharing here too, Brenda, uh, didn't, wasn't received well, you know, everywhere. Other other disciples, you know, didn't get it right, you know, all the time. But you're still on the team. You still have a job, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. on that team. You are definitely on the sidelines because you're not. Yes. I mean, you're right there with Christ. You just, you're, you, you just, we all have different roles, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And so the role you're describing is the role you have in the game. In the game, but not That's on the right. sidelines. You ain't on the sidelines, now, girl. Cause I think I think about if because this whole this whole plan we're talking about today is encouraging people to get off the sidelines, and get in the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's too many people that are just. I'm reading scripture, you know, when I want to. I'm kind yeah. of like, I'm kind of just like really like Michelle talked lukewarm. about it. It's like beginning of the day, end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of luke- lukewarm with my faith right now. Yeah. I'm kind mm-hmm. of, an, it's like, man, get in the game because, it, it, I mean, there's so much winning that you're not, you're, that you're not experiencing if you're on the sidelines. Yes. Yeah. So whether you're a great athlete or not, I mean, you, you're on the right team. Yes. Right. I mean, yeah. you're on the right team, and <laughs> and, and and the person you're—I forget how you how you said that, Russell—but the person you're trying to, you know, surround yourself with. I mean, it's God. I mean, the gospel. I mean, I heard it recently. You know, that's I'm on fire for this. Is that when you when you understand the gospel, you get God, and God's all you need. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no bottom to him. There's no, you know, there's there's no measurements that can measure. You know, God. You can always get more of God. And that's all you need, and from there, everything else flows out. So. Mm-hmm. You guys are in the exact right spot. Uh, yeah, the right history, right heart. It's just about continually engaging and staying in the game. Yes. Michelle. So my husband and I have been watching The Last Dance, and what this makes yes. me think is so good, right? Go Bulls. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not now. Well, yeah. But, yes, now. But, yeah. <laughs> but before. Before. Yeah. Well, what this makes me think of is and Michelle how... looks like kind of like Dennis Rodman. I do. A little bit. Whoa! <laughs> well, he has a... It's, I'm, I'm colorful. He, he wears dresses. You yeah. watch Michelle That's doesn't. Right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. Sorry, people. This sorry. is going downhill fast. Uh, Go ahead, Michelle. Well, just thinking about and I'm not comparing myself to you know Michael Jordan but just as you know he was excelling in the sport they knew as a team to get where they needed to go he had to be a leader on the team and with the Maxwell conference that we're doing right now how are we acting as leaders within the team to lift up because that rising tide lifts all boats so how are we at leading our team to victory and sh- and sharing whenever we have a strength, you know, how are we disseminating that? And I think you just did that, Rob, perfectly mm-hmm. with um, Russell and Brenda is to say, you know, this is, you're on the team and you're, you know, raising, raising them up. So that's just what, I don't know, leadership, like if you've got one player and they're really excelling and doing well, how are they leading the rest of the team to that yes. victory. Mm-hmm. Oh, love Good it. Stuff. Good stuff. Well, I always, always think about what John Wooden had. He, wanted, he had a star player that he didn't play. And the guy, the guy knew he was a star player. And he says, well, why don't you play me? Why don't you play me? He says, because the play, team doesn't play good with you. You are mm. not a team player. You, yeah. you believe you are all that. And, you know, 
and regardless of, of our talents and our gifts and everything, we have to work them in with everybody else. Humility. Or yeah. we don't or we yeah. don't create, you know, like we said, bringing the, everybody up. Must play well with others. <laughs> yes. <laughs> until, yeah, until he learned that. He didn't play him, even yeah. though even yeah. though you got to have the right heart, like Brenda talked about. Love God, love others. I mean, yeah. yeah. All right, Bob, you bringing us home? Yeah. All right. You guys, I hope you guys got as much out of this. You know what I love about this podcast? I talked less than I ever have on any <laughs> company price, and I was just loving it. I'm, you guys, I'm so, you would be so jealous of me. I got to see these expressions. You guys are missing <laughs> the facial expressions as we go around and, and people are talking. And the passion. You can hear it in the voices, but when you see it, it is so, so powerful. So thank mm. you guys so much. <clears throat> Share this podcast. I'm going to do the verse of the day here. There is no place, that's what's in bold, so desolate that you cannot find me there. When Hagar fled from her mistress, Sarah, into the wilderness, she thought she was utterly alone and forsaken. But Hagar encountered me in a desolate place. There she addressed me as the living one who sees me. Through that encounter with my presence, she gained courage to return to her mistress. No set of circumstances could ever isolate you from my loving presence. Not only do I see you always, I see you as a redeemed saint, gloriously radiant in my righteousness. That is why I take great delight in you and rejoice over you with singing. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God of seeing, for she said, I have not even here in the wilderness looked upon him who sees me and live. Or have I here also seen the future purpose of designs of him who sees me? Therefore the well was called Bir Ahoy, a well to the living one who sees me. Whew. Where can I go from, from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Awesome. Amen. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, life transformed. We get people out of isolation into community. We are the intentional gatherers. So until the next time, get in the game. You're on the winning team. Get in the game. Woo. Thank you. We'll see you guys later. Everybody say bye. 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 <laughs>